Water bill helps Flint, but at what cost? That and other stories on H2O Radio's weekly news report about water. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin. And it's This Week in Water. In the wee hours of the morning on Saturday, December 10th, the U.S. Senate passed legislation that will give some relief to residents in Flint, Michigan, but will come at a cost to the environment, according to critics in California. The bill includes $120 million to fund the replacement of water lines to fix lead-tainted pipes in Flint. For at least a year, members of Michigan's congressional delegation have been urging lawmakers to act. The law authorizes $11 billion for projects throughout the nation, but it directs water managers in California to pump maximum amounts from rivers to meet agricultural needs. It says the pumping should comply with the Endangered Species Act, but its specific directions override the mechanisms that protect the river's delicate ecosystems. The bill will also allow the incoming Trump administration to move ahead on dam construction throughout the West without authorization from Congress. Outgoing Senator Barbara Boxer, a Democrat from California tried on Friday to stall the bill, which she had initially drafted. Diane Feinstein, the other California senator, along with a state representative, inserted provisions that threaten fish up and down the Pacific coast. Boxer said that the changes effectively make the law about how to kill the salmon fishery on the West Coast. And Senator Jeff Merkley, a Democrat from Oregon, called it a full-fledged bulldozer running over the Endangered Species Act. Donald Trump has made nominations to federal posts that indicate his administration intends to aggressively dismantle federal programs that protect lives and the environment. Trump said during the campaign that he wanted to get rid of the EPA in almost every form, and his pick to head the agency could make good on that promise. He has chosen Oklahoma Attorney General Scott Pruitt, a man who has described climate change science as unsettled and who has challenged the EPA over its authority to regulate under the Clean Water Act. Pruitt is in a group of Republican attorneys general who formed an alliance with some of the nation's top energy producers to push back against Obama's clean power plan meant to reduce emissions from coal-fired power plants. His group sued the very agency he could soon lead. Meanwhile, the national park system could also be in jeopardy, along with other federal lands, due to Trump's expected nomination of Representative Kathy McMorris Rogers, a Republican from Washington, to lead the Interior Department. Jeremy Nichols of Wild Earth Guardians told the Desert Sun, What we know about McMorris Rogers is that she doesn't believe in science, she opposes the concept of public lands being in public hands, and she believes in corporate control of our natural resources. The League of Conservation Voters has given McMorris Rogers a lifetime score of 4 out of 100. She was given a zero rating in the League's tabulation of 30 House votes in 2015. Regarding other agencies, the Trump transition team has sent a list of 74 questions to the Department of Energy. The transition team requested a list of all political appointees and senior executives. It also asked about climate science research, clean energy programs, and the employees who work for those programs. The transition team also asked employees to provide their opinions on who owns the department's clean energy mission and other policy goals. An energy department official who understandably asked Fox News for anonymity called the questions a hit list. 
He said the transition team appears to be going after top scientists and employees who work on subjects ranging from the Iran nuclear deal to the internal operations of the National Energy Labs. Senator Ed Markey of Massachusetts issued a statement that said, This request suggests the Trump administration may intend to retaliate against career employees who faithfully executed their responsibilities. As some of the water protectors at Standing Rock stay in place and others head home, about 200 miles away, a landowner near Belfield, North Dakota, discovered an oil pipeline had ruptured and was leaking into a creek. Oil went into a tributary of the Little Missouri River in the western part of the state, but officials have had a difficult time determining how much oil leaked and how much damage was done. This is because of winter weather that has hampered the investigation and the cleanup. The company that owns the leaking pipeline is, in turn, owned by a Wyoming firm, True Companies. Last year, another pipeline owned by a different subsidiary of True Companies had a major spill that contaminated the Yellowstone River and affected the water supply of Glendive, Montana. Bill Seuss of the North Dakota Department of Health told the Billings Gazette that this recent spill was significant, but that it appeared to be contained about two and a half miles downstream. And finally this week, need a little extra cash to buy gifts this holiday season? You might want to head to Wyoming. A $1,000 reward has been posted for an ugly fish called a burbot. The eel-like creatures aren't native to the western part of the state and are competing with game species like trout. So in order to reduce their numbers, state officials along with Trout Unlimited are sponsoring a raffle. Catch a tagged one and you could score some cash. Sounds fun, but Mark the Shark Corshano would probably scoff at the contest given what he reeled in last week. The famed Florida sport fisherman, who is a very controversial figure for slaughtering sharks and boasting about it, is now bragging about a different catch off the Miami coast. But this one had neither dorsal fin nor gills. Instead, he and his crew netted a barnacle-studded package bobbing in the water only to discover their catch was a kilo of cocaine. After posting videos and pictures to social media, he called the Coast Guard and handed over the fine. Corshano hopes to get a reward from the government for his rare catch so he can renovate his boat. Given his reputation for hunting down over 100,000 creatures during his 40-year career, sharks everywhere are hoping he'll just retire. This Week in Water is supported by the American Water Works Association. Sustainable water management means more than just conservation. Learn about water efficiency and resilience at awwa.org slash sustainable.